Hello podcast family, it is wonderful to be back with you guys sharing about ah, life, <laughs> stories, experiences um, in growing in the Lord together. Um, today I'm bringing a very, very, very interesting, well in my opinion it is very interesting, if you're listening to it I bet you're also going to think it is very cool theme called exuberance. And I know that this is a word that is not used very often, and I'll explain a little bit later on why we don't use the word exuberance as much as we should use it. See, I love words. There's this thing about me. I really am in love with words. I think they are beautiful, and I think they're supposed to be used in their fullness, in their full meaning and beauty, and I, it's when I watch you know, those old movies and I see those really beautifully constructed sentences, I go, oh my goodness, why don't we speak English like this anymore? <laughs> Although, you know, I'm Brazilian, I'm Brazilian, Portuguese is my first language, still, you know, in Portuguese or in English, I really love the classic construction of sentences. I really like when words are well used. Now, the word exuberance is not really an old word. It's just not as used as it should be because it really has a beautiful meaning. So I was looking at um, the, the no, um, dictionary. Sorry, I almost couldn't remember the word. So um, the meaning of the word exuberance or exuberant the adjective the adjective is beautiful look exuberant means full of energy excitement cheerfulness uh know also means someone full of life full of enthusiasm abundant super abundant rich um full of life guys the meaning of the word exuberance or exuberant, the adjective form of it, really is beautiful. And why are we bringing the subject here? Because I really, really want to encourage you to be all that God created you to be. I've always been fascinated by the subject of personalities. And so I've always liked reading about them. I've always been very curious about personalities. And... Um, and as we study, we discover so many um, particularities. You know, things are different about each personality type. Also, I don't know if you have had the chance to do a personality test, but it is almost weird because when you start reading about it, you go, my goodness, like, do they know me? And now they're describing my person. <laughs> so the entire world can know the way I am. It really is very weird, especially with a personality uh, test called Myers-Briggs, M-Y-E-R-S-B-R-I-G-G-S, Myers-Briggs. It's very, very famous. It's one of the most used personality tests um, by the you know, um, psychologists and therapists because, of course, when you discover your personality type, it helps you understand a lot of things about yourself. And so... Uh, when I read, and I am ENFP, by the way, um, and if, if you don't know about Myers-Briggs, you know, there are like 
eight letters uh, and anyway I think you need to read about it I don't want to you know, really get too much into it it's easy to find online free Myers-Briggs personality tests and you know that explain to you what is it what is it about and stuff um, <clears throat> but when I discover my personality test ENFP which has a nickname uh, because each personality has a nickname there are 16 personality types and mine is the champion I was reading about my personality and I thought, my goodness, this is me. And it helped me understand so much about myself and, and said, you know what? I'm, I'm normal. <laughs> I'm okay. It's okay to be myself and I'm not weird. You know, sometimes we might feel a little bit weird, don't you think? Sometimes we feel very different from everybody else. It's normal. It's a normal feeling as a human being, as being part of society and family. Um, and so, so we have we're scared of using the word exuberance or exuberant because usually we associate someone who's very exuberant. You know, usually when we hear oh, so so is very exuberant, it means another you know, weird. That's really what it means. It's using a negative context, context, and that's not the case at all. To be exuberant is to be full of energy, full of life, full of enthusiasm and excitement and cheerfulness. You know, God wants you to be yourself. When he created your personality, he thought your personality was awesome. He needed you exactly the way you are. And I also did a personality test called DISC, D-I-S-C. DISC, and I discovered that I am an I for influence. And the person who suggested me to do this test said, oh, the letter I was, you know, the side of Jesus' personality when he was having fun. <laughs> and I thought, that's exactly me. I'm all about having fun. I have a little bit of harder time, you know, sometimes with um, all the things, just, you know, managing my time or, you know, uh, and, you know, just using discipline as part of my, my daily basis. I really need to work on that. So discovering these little things about our personality is very important, guys. Very, very important. I, I really cannot say that enough. Now, many times we are scared of being um, misinterpreted. And so we would rather just kind of blend in <laughs> instead of really showing fully our personalities and our exuberance, our energy, our cheerfulness. You know, I'm not saying you have to force things, no. Uh, you, uh, you will see in a little bit when I talk about that also, the distortion on the other side. We can either, you know, kind of um, um, try to blend in too much or try to stand out too much both are distortions of our personalities, no matter what type of personality you have. I will talk about that more. I will talk more about that in a little bit. But first of all, stop having this fear of being misinterpreted. And I'm not saying don't care about what people think. That's not what I'm saying. It's important. It is important how we present ourselves. Not everybody's going to like you. Get used to this idea. Not everybody's gonna love you. Sweet little you, many people are just going to look at you and just dislike you right away for whatever reason. It's not your concern to please everybody. 
But also, we don't live in a way of saying, I just don't care what people think about me. That's also a wrong way of living. You know, yes, we care what people think about us. Yes, we want to present ourselves in a way that we're not being misinterpreted every single minute of the day, <laughs> right? But we also don't live with the fear of man, what the Bible called the fear of man. You know, always scared of, I'm going to hurt somebody, or I'm going to displease somebody oh somebody's gonna think this about me so you know what your exuberance is your exuberance is gonna be different from mine isn't that interesting how our personality types are gonna um, show exuberance in a different way also uh, um, their upbringing there are a lot of things in our lives that is gonna cause us to show exuberance in a different way also let's say for example talents I am musical so it's normal I will show my exuberance a lot through music it's something has been part of my life ever since I was a little girl I come from a family of musicians it's normal then that I'll have a natural tendency to show my exuberance through music some of you are just amazing dancers and you're gonna show exuberance through your dance um, some of you are just excellent speakers and when you are among people even if you don't have a microphone in your hand just having a small crowd around you just wakes up something on the inside of you and your exuberance is shown through your words so understand that exuberance is not a one way of you know living but that it will be shown and expressed differently from individual to individual so stop with this fear of being accepted by everybody being understood by everybody that's not how it works okay um, now you know I already said that I will repeat I'm not talking about being weird there is there's a difference when people cross the line between being exuberant and being weird but I, I want to talk about that I want to talk about the distortion okay <clears throat> of personalities because it really can happen to anybody it is a result of hurt. It is a result of crit criticism. It is a result of people who were over-controlling in your life, of people who rejected you. Each one of these things, they will cause you to, you know, I mean, they, they may cause. And, you know, I mean, who hasn't been going through that, guys? Come on, let's be honest here. Who hasn't been through, you know, criticism? someone is very controlling in your life or rejection all three or maybe one of these all of us have been so in some in, in different degrees all of our personalities have been affected by criticism control or rejection and so you are gonna this is a, a walk that you have to um, to do with Jesus with the Holy Spirit and he's gonna show you what what your true personality is what parts of it need to be worked on and you know the lord always wants to heal our character as well right so character and personality are different things but sometimes they're just kind of blending together it's difficult to to differentiate one from the other because you know what you call your flaws can really cross the line into becoming a character problem and so whether it you know whether it's a character problem or a personality distortion it is the same God who's going to heal both it is the Holy Spirit he is our best friend he lives in us he's powerful he's sweet he knows you better than even yourself and so 
who else, who better than Him to heal us, to help us, to show us ourselves. And so, guys, it is not normal to be, you know, to become too timid, too shy, too scared. Do not be like a scaredy cat. You know, everything we say, we overthink, we, because we're always scared of, you know, how are people going to receive me? How are they going to perceive this? We're overthink. We need to think like that. Am I saying this the best way? Yes. You know, we have to put some thinking into what we say, but we shouldn't be overthinking. We shouldn't be over concerned or, you know, too scared to say, you know, to express our thoughts. Okay, there is, there is a balance there. You will find the balance. Trust me, the Holy Spirit is starting today a new journey with you uh, in revealing to you your beautiful personality, what is awesome and needs to remain and grow even, and what has been distorted and needs to be fixed and healed in Jesus' name. Okay, that's what the Holy Spirit is there for. Um, now, um, It, it is, you know, the thing about exuberance is it is linked to another word that I like very much. And I think you guys are also going to love it. It's called authenticity. What is authenticity? It is um, something, it's, it is a term used um, among the you know, lawyers and judges. Um, and it means when you can attribute faith to something. So when you believe in something, you know, it is authentic. It is not fake, it's not false, it's not a lie, it is the truth, it is authentic. Also, authenticity mean, also means uh, legitimate, legitimacy, okay? It's to be in slang, in a slang, <laughs> speaking in a slang way, it is legit. When you are legit, when you are for real, then you are authentic. That's what authenticity is. An exuberant, someone who, who can be exuberant in their own skin, it's because they are being authentic. And that is something beautiful about a person. Um, no, no, there are things also, the way you've been raised at home is also going to play a part in this. How your parents raised you and how nice they were, how mean they were, how cool they were and how controlling. All these things will play a part. That's why I cannot, you know, simply use, you know, one form here. It's something you have to stop, look at your life, analyze a little bit. Not say overthinking, but asking the Holy Spirit. That's the key. Ask Him to help you. Um, think of Jesus, you know, He was authentic. He was exuberant. Jesus was exuberant. Did you know that? Although He was never anxious But he was exuberant. He, he knew how to laugh. He knew how to play with the children. He knew how to turn tables and whip people because they were doing wrong stuff in the house of God. And so Jesus many times, I mean, they, they, you know, he confronted people right in their faces. <laughs> Jesus was amazing, guys. How I love my Lord. How beautiful. What a beautiful, perfect balance of personalities Jesus was. Um, and so let's, you know, let's imitate Christ, right? When we read the Bible, you, you see how authentic, smart, uh, and, and poised Jesus was. I like the word poise. Then don't let people steal your poise. They're going to try. Trust me, they're going to try to make you react and, and act like them. But you're not going to do that. You're going to keep your poise. You're going to be exuberant. You're going to keep your poise. And that's really going to throw them off. <laughs> 
because they're going to say like, how can they come against you? You said, Patricia, there are people trying to come against you. Oh, trust me, my friend. There are always people trying to come against us. There's always somebody trying to know to steal your joy, steal your personality, you know, rob you from what whoever it was that God created you to be. Because that's also the heart of the devil. He's going to use whoever he can. I just heard a testimony. Um, a very, very, very sweet, beautiful young woman told me that when she was a child, she was nine years old, she went to church with her mom, and she went to the front for prayer, and she felt the presence of God very, very strong to come upon her. And then she walked back to her seat saying, Hallelujah, glory to God, very loud. She was nine years old. Come on, guys, this is <laughs> this is for real, right? A nine-year-old will not, a preteen, you kidding me, will not do stuff like that on their own. And she kept saying, hallelujah, glory to God, hallelujah, glory to God. And then she said that another teenager, an older teenager that was sitting in front of her, turned around and said, shut your mouth. And from that day on, she became very, very fearful to have any expression of praise and worship in the church. Do you see how it works? So the devil is always going to try to shut your mouth, to stop you from flowing God's glory. When you are being yourself and you are being exuberant and authentic, guys, you, you will find there's a quote about this in my feed, my IG family. Um, if you don't follow me on, on Facebook, it's at patriciasmith.2020. And you will find a quote there about that. When we are being authentic, guys, that's when we give God most glory because we're being ourselves and we're glorifying Him with our whole beings, okay? I grew up in a very nice, loving home. My parents allowed me to be myself. Um, and you know, you think, oh, but you know, shouldn't we kind of curb our children? Well, yes, yes, we need to teach them, yes. But you know, life is also going to teach them. So parents will teach. We should teach. We should, you know, be a good example as well because children do follow more example than they follow uh, words. But words are also important. I mean, we do need to correct them through words and encourage them, you know, to to acting, you know, in a poised way, polite way, because also exuberance is not an excuse for rudeness. Please, excuse me. Don't forget that. Exuberance is not an excuse for rudeness. Okay, guys? Um, it, we can, You can be very exuberant and very polite and very sweet and very gentle and kind. Okay? Um, so my birth family was very loving and very kind, but you know, once you step into the world, you're going to find some mean people. And when I moved to, I think when I moved to America, because in Brazil, I was always, you know, under my, my parents' leadership in church, and I was a pastor in the church. And so there's always that respect and stuff. But you go into another culture, you have to learn things all over again, how to behave, how to think, you know how it is. It's, it's nice being a foreigner. You learn a lot. It stretches you, but it's also very hard, okay? So if you have foreigners around, you love them. Don't judge them if they say things in a way that you thought it should have been said differently. You need to understand. Sometimes they think the way they said it was extremely normal, nice, sweet, polite, and it wasn't for you, but it wasn't done on purpose, okay? Just a little nugget I'm going to throw out there. Um, and so, you know, I, I, I went through some really difficult 
cultural shocks and even mean people. They didn't, they didn't need it really to act like that towards me, but they did. Some people were just passing through. Some people were in my life for many, 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 many years. And so I'm going to say this to you. Be very, very careful and very aware of toxic relationships. Some of them, you're going to be able to notice quicker that they are toxic. And some are going to take a long time. But the more you educate yourself on the subject, the quicker you're going to be able to identify. Okay? Don't allow toxic relationships in your life. And I know you probably hear that from different fountains. I'm going to be one more fountain in your life to say that. It is not worth it. Oh, I don't know, because I've had this friend for 20 years and she's so fun and he's so nice. He's so fun. I love being around them. They're full of life and they're the life of the party. I understand. But they're also they're not jealous of you, envious of what you have, of who you are. They will criticize you in very, very soft ways. You will see the criticism there. Be very careful. It is not worth it. It's better to just have one good, real friend who truly loves you, who's not jealous of you, who's not wanting to have what you have, who's not wanting, you know, but, but who will accept you as you are. It, it, it's worth it waiting. It's worth it being very selective. You know, be very aware. Sometimes even, you know, like relatives. Some relatives, you got to love them, forgive them, but you stay away from them. Sometimes in-laws can be very toxic. And many times for the sake of your marriage, you need to stay away. You forgive them, you love them, but if being around them is a cause of stress for you and for your marriage, then please, for all, for, for the sake of the marriage you have, stay away from them. Okay? And I say this with all the love. It's not bitterness, guys. It's just so you, you won't become bitter. It's better sometimes to stay away from these people so that you will not become bitter and things are not going to come against your marriage. This is wisdom, okay? The Bible says when it depends on, you know, that when it depends on you, keep peace with everybody. Why is the Bible says when it depends on you? Because sometimes it doesn't depend just on you. It depends on somebody else. And so you have to be aware of that. That sometimes it just doesn't depend on you. It depends on somebody else. I will say again, you know that the distortions in your personality need to be dealt with. Am I for therapy? Yes, absolutely. Especially if it's a Christian therapist. Even better. Because they believe like you. They know the power of the Word of God and the power of the Holy Spirit. And it's such, so nice to have someone neutral to talk to. Right? So yes, I'm all for therapists, especially Christian therapists. Um, and also be aware of yourself. Ask the Holy Spirit to show you who you are. He will walk you through all this, guys. He's wonderful. He's our best friend. And you know, you're gonna. The more you work on these things and pray about these things, you're gonna see yourself going back to being your true self. Say this with me. I love. I like that. Okay. I like when people repeat things. So say, say, I'm going back to being my true self. Hallelujah. And I say amen to that because it is the most comfortable place to be. It is where you're most beautiful, confident. You is 
is on going back to being your true self. It does not happen overnight. It is a process, but you know what? If you had not already started it, it's starting today in the name of Jesus, I'm declaring that. It starts today. You're going back to being your true, real, awesome, beautiful self. Because that's God who created you to be. Think of Joseph of Egypt. When he is sitting on that throne, being the second in command over Egypt, the, the, the great power of his days, he felt very comfortable. When his brother showed up there, and he was not expecting that, he, the Bible says that he spoke harshly to them. You know, he was playing a part there. He was feeling so comfortable. He could even play a little game with them. You know, do this little acting. <laughs> Why? Because he was born to be in that place. See, you were born to be in the center of God's will. You were born to be yourself. So you know what? I bless you right now in the name of Jesus. And I declare that everything that God created you to be, is going to be restored back to life. I call your true personality back to life in the name of Jesus. All timidity, all distortion of your personality, I rebuke right now in Jesus' name. I declare right now healing and any also distortion for over-exaggeration. You know, trying too much to be the center of attention. I also rebuke that in Jesus' name, because that, that also doesn't come from the Lord. I declare that your beautiful, exuberant, joyful you is starting to shine today. And no one, I'm saying no one, is going to steal that from you. The personality you've been given is beautiful. God wanted you to be exactly the way you are. Minor the distortions of personality, which He's healing right now, which He's working on starting right now. So love yourself, love who you are, because God loves you and He created you beautiful and He loves you so much. Read Psalm 139 and you will see that the Lord has really chosen you for a great purpose on the earth. I love you guys. I love you, my podcast family. And um, I'll see you guys next time. Kisses, mountains ahead. Let's climb the mountain of our true personality.